Welcome to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Damian Parson, with my co-host, Eugene Holt. What's going on? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I hear you. I hear you, man. Listen, bro, we are approximately getting close to one week, two days. In two days, we'll be Mm -hmm. moving from the NFL Scouting Combine at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? I was there last year in the house. First of all, Lucas Oil Stadium mm-hmm. is pretty cool. It's pretty nice. It's a nice venue. Um, mm. It was my first time, you know, there. It, you know, it was it was pretty cool. I won't even lie to you. The the combine aspect of it was dope. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, just having that, that experience, bro. You can never, you know, you you never want to take it for granted. So you know, that yeah. was fun. And, and now we get to. I feel like I went the. Uh, and I told you this off air. I feel like I went mm-hmm. the wrong. I went a year early, man. Granted, a you see DK and those guys, that's cool. But man, you should have seen these. Uh, oh, this year, these this receivers, these wide receivers, these corners, these running backs, these quarterbacks. It's going yes. to, bro. Not that. These linebackers, you know, Patrick Queen, uh, you know, Kenneth Murray, oh. bro, Isaiah Simmons. Like, yeah, I'm about on. to say you could have been in the building to watch Isaiah Simmons run a, a three, a four-three-one. Exactly, bro. Like the athletic <laughs> freak himself, man. So mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But tonight we're going to keep it going with our free agent theme um, for 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 all you fans who showed so much love to our these our past previous episodes, especially last episode where we talked about the shout best out to y'all. Fans. Yeah, for sure. For uh, for the, the the talking about the quarterback situation, the free agent market, and what we believe will be the best fits. For every quarterback that was on the free agent market, and even some guys that are coming available, which we talked about last week with Derek Carr, Bleacher Report then reports that they they're hearing some rumbles that teams are gearing up to offer trade, uh, you know, to offer trade scenarios to the Raiders hmm. for Derek Carr. I, and huh. like we said, Derek Carr is not a he he's not a talentless hack. He's a talented yeah, no. quarterback. He can make every throw. But the mental yeah. aspect of the game is where I worry about him, is where I'm always worried about him. He's mm-hmm. always seemed just kind of soft mentally. Like, he just – he's not the toughest guy, man. And Yeah, he, need, he, needs a, he, yeah he needs a coach to protect him. And, and, he needs and somebody. John Gruden, we've seen well, – he threw a – I can't remember which game it was, but he threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. And John Gruden just looked like – he did it again. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he yeah, looked like, like that dad – that has seen this story over and over again. Like he oh, was like, yeah, he exactly. Like, I'm, oh, I can't, I can't support this. Like, yeah, so, yeah. He mean, need, he needs to just go and coddle him and say it's okay and all right. that. Got to build up his confidence. Pat him on the back, like you know, it's all right. You threw three pick sixes this game, but we will be <laughs> back. I promise you. It's not your fault. Right. It's mine. I called the wrong place. Um, exactly. You know, that, that's, but that's not what you're gonna get in the NFL, man. So. I think no. for me is, um, you know, whoever gets them, you know, you just got to handle them correctly, use them correctly, and, and see what you mm-hmm. see what can happen. We know that he's talented, so we'll see how that t- unfolds and turns out. But, um, but yeah, man, let's go ahead. And get We're going to talk about these running backs and receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to kick it off with the running back class right now with the run. Looking at the free agent market for running back, it, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It is kind of slim. Just a little bit. It's a little slim. So we're going to talk about the five guys that we think are the best options in free agency. And we're going to kick it off with number five. And for me at number five, I would like to start with Carlos Hyde. Carlos Mm. Hyde. And and, and I'm going to say this. He had a sneaky 
1,000 yard season. Yeah. He played all 16 games. During he was productive in that yeah, offense. He was. He was. I don't know if Houston brings him back. Um, I do feel like if they do, I would like to see them feature him more. Try to get mm-hmm. more closer to that that level. You know, he, he was almost at 1,100 yards anyway. He was at 1070. Yeah. But I'd like to see him mm-hmm. closer to that t- maybe 1,200 yard um, type of mark. Have, see, use him in the red zone. I'd like to see more from go, take his touchdowns from six, possibly to double digits, 10, 11, 12 maybe. Because you have an offense that's going to get down into the red zone. You have an explosive offense. You know you can put points on the board. Get in the red zone. Use that read option. Use that RPO. Mm-hmm. When you have a, a guy like Deshaun Watson back there, a quarterback, you have some, some talented receivers. Right now it's all about making sure that young offensive line gels and that they stay healthy. But I got I got Carl Side at five. So let's start off with him. Who do you believe yeah. is the what team is the best fit for him? Where, who do you believe should make take a chance in him? So Carlos Hyde is, you know, he's your typical north-south dude, uh, power runner. Um, he's got a little bit of speed to him. I don't think he's going to give you a whole lot in the passing game. Or, like, you're not, not going to be some dynamic threat out there. But he's going to get you some tough yards. like 42 uh, receiving yards. Oh, yeah, oh, a whopping 42 receiving yards. whopping 42. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, he's not going to run you no uh, – he's not going to give you no Texas route. No. So, no, so yeah, but, so, but no, no, he ain't not even gonna give you an Oklahoma route. But he, um, but he's gonna give you tough yards. He's gonna run hard for you. He's gonna establish the running game. He's gonna allow your offensive line to establish dominance in the line of, at the line of scrimmage. Um, I would say, I don't know what. Like the best best place for him is somebody with like a, a scat back type already, and he can just bring the power element to the game. I would say maybe even the uh, the Patriots because you know they already they already got running backs that they can throw to. They got good route runners at running back, but they don't have that power element. Carlos Hyde he would he would take some pressure off of Tom Brady. They could focus on the running game. Yeah, he would be a good fit there. I like I like that you mentioned the Patriots because also one thing about the play calling that really bugged me was when you look at everyone else's run game it was diverse mm-hmm. right you you don't you you didn't have to just line up in single back eye formation things like that you could legitimately go to shotgun and pistol and run those runs yeah. Tony Michelle wasn't he's not that guy you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde can do those things. The only thing that's going to throw the wrench in the plan there is because that they wasted a third-round pick on Damian Harris, so they're going to have to see what they have in him. Um, oh, yeah. You know, because he, he is a physical, powerful runner, so he kind of built similar mm-hmm. to Carlos Hyde. I would mm-hmm. throw, and you brought it up, scat backs. So, you know, guys that can be that dynamic passing threat where you get yourself yeah. that, one-two, that one-two punch, that two-headed monster. I say, mm-hmm. look, no other, unless they bring back Latavius Murray. Let's look no other than New Orleans Saints. The Saints. I was thinking that was going to be my next choice. Yeah. And, and Latavius Murray should have. I, and I've been critical of his play over his career. Latavius Murray mm-hmm. this year was balling when he gave when they gave him the rock. I, and I felt yeah. like the, the 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 mindset and the propensity to say, "Hey, we're going to go and feed the ball to. We, we want to get Alvin Kamara the ball when he gets a little healthier." I felt like it was mm-hmm. a bad idea. I felt like you should have used him the same way you've been using him. First of all, for contract negotiations, that actually works in your favor. You can say, listen, 
we never used you as a full time one number one running back. You never yeah. had the three hundred carries. Okay, Mm-mm. you didn't have the fifteen hundred yards rushing. You didn't have that. So you're not None gonna come that. out here and say, "Hey, I am a I'm the best running back in the league." Because it's like, well, let's look at your stats. Total yards, you're great. We get it. Running the ball, mm-hmm. you have not, it's not there. So no, I think rushing, you pair yeah. him with pair Carlos High. If he doesn't stay yeah. in Houston, I think him and, and and Duke Johnson have something going there. Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. just has to use them both accordingly. But if they, they if they let him go from Houston, I believe the New Orleans Saints would be a very good landing spot for him simply because yeah. you could pair him with a contrasting runner and, yep. and player in Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think that would be a good fit yeah. for him. Makes perfect sense because Alvin Kamara is better as a Swiss Army knife type of type of player. You, I, I don't think – I think you limit his effectiveness when you want to give him 20, 25 carries a game and just have him running into the into the line. No, he's the best when you move him around and you gotta you gotta use your whole defense to account for him. And nice. when when you do that, you need somebody else that's going to get you those tough yards. Exactly, exactly. Let's kick it to number four. It was mm-hmm. hard to, to this three and four uh, matchup was kind of hard to decipher for me, but mm-hmm. I am going to go with Kareem Hunt at four. Mm. I would when I say who when I tell you who three is when we get to three, you're mm. gonna say, Man, Kareem Hunt's better than him. He is. But Kareem Hunt has, has baggage. Sister, he has baggage, right? You know, mm-hmm. he had the incident with, with the young lady and, yeah. and everything and, and got self suspended and all that good stuff, came back after the mm-hmm. season. He he was a he was a good player and he fit perfectly in that as a tandem. You know, and Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield had something great going on with him. Yeah, they did. And, and Nick Chubb, man, they had something good oh going God. with those two. Two explosive, powerful backs who could catch yeah. the ball in the backfield. You know, uh, Kareem Hunt's more, he has more speed, more explosiveness, mm-hmm. and, more, and more wiggle to his game. But you, you could use them both at the same time. You can line exactly. one up at fullback and motion them in. You can put look, Kareem Hunt at the fullback spot. They would motion him in the slot. And yeah, it just, they're interchangeable. It created, yeah, interchangeable. It created so many mismatches and so many issues for defenses, man. Um, so I think for me, you know, but again, then he got in trouble with the weed. Um, yeah. And I was I was listening to, um, I think it was, I believe it was Todd McShane and Mel Kuyper, you know, talking about, no, it was Danger mm-hmm. Meyer and Bucky Brooks talking about how the the proposed new CBA is going to have a far less, the restrictions on marijuana is going to be much less if okay. you know, if they, if it goes through and they get it before the season. And that's going to change how teams look at, oh, you smoke weed? Oh, um. Okay. Like, yeah, like, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, so what? Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, yeah. It's, it, yeah. As long as we're not losing you for four to six games, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. because it's it's it's, com- it's becoming legal. CBD oils and everything else is more, it's using, a, it's it's using coming. as a healer and everything. So you kind of got to get with the times, man. You can't be so archaic. So it is what it is. You can't. Yeah. So if, if he comes back, you know what I'm saying? He has to prove that he can stay out of trouble. He could exactly. prove he can stay out of trouble. So for that's why I got him at four. So for me, I almost put him at five for that. But for me, mm-hmm. um, when I look at perfect fit, man, bro, I'm it's, a lot. it's a lot. Perfect fit. Let's talk. Let's be, <laughs> let's, 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 be, let's be freaking honest, man. The perfect mm. fit for this kid is back in Kansas City. <laughs> 
Right where he was. I, yeah, I'm glad you said. I'm about to say like he need to go back to Kansas City. That's where I mean they need it. They need Bro, running back, and you put him. He back fits perfectly. Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, man. Yes, he's never yes. seen a stacked box. It's oh, he's going to rush for like 1500 yards. They go 15. Oh, it's going. He's going to have like 22 touchdowns. It's yes, gonna be, you know, it's going to be vicious, man. Vicious. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know he's not going back to Kansas City. No. So, where would be the best fit? What, what do you say? What do you say? I say, I mean, because, I mean, he's a complete running back. So you got to say, like, any team that is low on talent at the running back position, say, like, maybe like the Miami Dolphins or something like that. Or, uh, I mean, who else? Who else can I think of? Uh, yeah, I mainly I would say the Dolphins because they don't have too much of anything at running back. They have nothing and, at running back. Yeah, yeah, and, and he he's he's gonna come in. and He's gonna be your number one. He's gonna be a, a outlet for whoever whoever plays quarterback for them. He's gonna be an outlet for them. He's gonna be a check down for them. And I mean, he's you know you can do you can do whatever you want with him because he's very versatile. He's very scheme versatile. And the thing only problem with him is you got to question his decision making off the field. But the Dolphins are in a position where they can take risks. It's not yeah. like I mean they're not going to be a one not... year deal. I mean, yeah, make, make yeah. him earn it. Make him go sixteen games and then the off season before yeah. you even you know what I'm saying. Be like, listen, yeah. you better not get to anything. I don't want to see a traffic violation before nothing. March fifteenth. Okay, don't get a parking I don't ticket. See nothing before March fifteenth. You need mm-hmm. to stay squeaky clean. Okay. You need to miss yep. the clean your whole entire off season. Your whole entire mm-hmm. life outside of football needs to be Mr. Clean. I'm telling you. And, you need to go to the and store, then we'll pay you. Find, yeah, exactly. Go to the store, go to your local grocery store, buy some pine saw, get cleaning up in your life, brother, because you <laughs> yes. are messing things up for yourself, man. You are messing your system. life up, bro. Listen, he plus, already by the way, costs. pine saw smells pretty good. I mean, my grandpa yeah. used it, so it is what it is. <laughs> it pretty good back in the day. I'm just saying. But, yeah. um... I'll throw another yeah, exactly. team. I'll throw another team. If he does, he can't go back to Kansas City. If he doesn't go back to Cleveland, because I mean, mind you, uh, was it Kevin Stefanski, the new the new head coach, mm-hmm. ran the ball a ton this year with Dalvin he did. Cook and he Alexander did. Madison. So he had that two headed monster as yeah. well. So I could see them possibly trying to re-sign him to another year and saying, "Listen, prove it." And, and you know, prove it again, and then we'll give you a long, you know, maybe long term deal, or we use mm-hmm. you, we sign and trade you, whatever they want to do with him. But I would love to see him. We talked about Carlos Hyde and him possibly leaving Houston. I would love to see him yeah. in Houston. I love Deshaun. Oh, in Houston, Andre ah, Hawkins is sense. a beast. They got they yep. got good receivers. They need to add some talent at, at tight end, and, and mm-hmm. said, hopefully the offensive line can can gel and, and find that that, that chemistry. So if you yeah. put all those things together, do you put a Kareem Hunt back there? Um, and, and Deshaun Watson seems like such a leader that he can kind of help break those habits. DeAndre Hopkins as well. Getting Kareem Hunt's ear. Yeah, getting his ear. Pull him to the side and say, listen, we, we're here for you. We're here to support you. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And he's like, okay. He comes in motivated. He's staying. He's keeping his head down. He's working. And, every, bro, in that offense – with those yes. weapons around him, I'm, and Duke Johnson helping him, you know, catch yes. the ball, it, it could it could really spell some trouble for the AFC South, man. I'm just telling you right that now, would, because the, the, when would. they beat the Chiefs earlier this year, Carlos mm-hmm. Hyde had over 100 yards rushing. Just saying. Yeah, 
You can't, I mean, and like another sneaky, really good fit would be Atlanta. Because, I mean, Devontae Freeman is, yeah. you know, is that. And they get, and it's nothing else behind that. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, he could come in and take Devontae Freeman's job. And Devontae Freeman's, and, um, he, and I mean, there's reports that he may be getting cut, man. Yeah, yeah. He had that one good year, or like, well, one or two good years, and that was pretty much and it. Just, and then he started getting hurt year yeah. after year after year. And when he's mm-hmm. healthy, he is a really good back, man. He's a he's a mm-hmm. three-down back. He can pass protect, yes. catch the football. He can run with power and speed. And he can do it all. You know what I'm saying? He's a violent runner. Like, even his, his jukes and cuts are violent. But they're yeah. so violent that it it gets him hurt. Like It hurts himself, yeah. He hurts himself. Like You, know you break your own ankles. You know what I'm saying? He 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 just jump cuts and it's like yeah. I just I just popped a hammy. Like Yeah, exactly. You know and saying? but you look at you look at the weapons that Atlanta has on the outside with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, he he's not gonna be he's not gonna be looking at a whole lot of eight in the box. Mm-hmm. That and you got Matt Ryan throwing him the ball, he'd be he'd be all right over there too. I think so. I completely agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. So then number three. Let's go to number three. Mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake over there. Ah, ah, okay. What is going on, man? Miami, you know, Tannehill left, and then he's had a great season. Then you leave, you, you trade away uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Well, we all know he was going. He, he was a stud. And then he's out mm-hmm. there transforming single-handedly, transforming oh, secondary in Pittsburgh. Like, let's yes. talk about it. Like, he's out there putting in work, fumble recoveries put- for touchdowns, interceptions oh, for touchdowns, God. PBUs. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you know, for- forced fumbles. He's doing everything. everything. Defensive you know player of the year. But, but, but Miami had him playing more corner than they had him safety. I didn't understand it. I, <laughs> it, don't, it, don't, it don't make no sense I'm just a guy all. that sits on my couch and watches film. That's it. Um, yeah. you know hey, you know, you know. All I saw, all I saw at Alabama was a versatile player that could line up in the slot and play uh, and play wide receivers. And sometimes step, yeah, it had the athleticism to go outside and play corner, but had you know elite range on the back end. But what do I know? What do we know? Right? We're just yeah. two guys that watch film at their home. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, but, I mean, but even when you look at you know whatever. It is in Miami. I'm hoping this changes before they draft my guy Tua, but then there's a report. We're we going to get into that later. We're going to get into that in another podcast ah. of a day. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to mm-hmm. go on the rant mm-hmm. about these smoke screens or possible stupid moves um, saying oh, that you are oh, uh, talent for talent. Herbert is above Tua. Get out of here with that. Um, but, but let's, oh, oh let's, yeah, I saw that today. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, come on, come on. Come on, mm. come on! Stop it, stop it, guys! Yeah. Let's let, let's get back to Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake went from Miami, mm-hmm. went to Arizona, where he mm-hmm. was a perfect fit, and I mean yep. perfect fit. And, perfect. And, and, and Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury's offense. He had 817 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, also to cap with 345 yards receiving. Mm. I mean. He's a talented back, man. Do it all. He can run. He can catch. Yeah. Uh, return punts and kicks. He can do. He's a weapon. He's a legit yeah. weapon. What is the ideal spot for him? His as a free. Agent? I mean, ideal spot is where he just came from, Arizona. He needs to just same thing. <laughs> he needs to just stay where he at. Like you doing numbers over there. You helping Kyler Murray out. You on an up and coming offense. Stay where stay where he at. That's, I mean, that's the best. That's the absolute best place for him. If uh, if he go, I mean, anywhere else is probably some of the other places we just mentioned, or 
or you had to go somewhere and be and be part of a tag team. Say like you want to go to Detroit and try to tag team with Carry On Johnson or something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I mean, the best place for him is in Arizona. I think so as well. He, he, it's just a perfect, perfect fit. Is is perfect marriage match made mm-hmm. in heaven. You know, and and, and a dangerous that. The dangerous feel and and dangerous type of backfield that him and Kyler Murray mm-hmm. present to defenses, yeah. it, it's it's mind boggling sometimes. When you look at them two back there, you know, okay, they're both fast, they're both elusive, they're both electric. Yep. We have to, we got to contain mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? So that read option, that RPO, it, it can open up so many things for that young receiving so that they have. Yep. And, and if they go ahead and invest the offensive line, I'm just gonna say. Steve Kime, whoever the G- I think that's the GM's name in Arizona. Mm-hmm. If you yep. do not open your open that checkbook, pull a Jerry Jones and call up Jack Conklin. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? From, from yep. Tennessee he, Titans and say, here's a blank check. You write it yourself. You write it. Yep, I'll just sign it. I'm just saying. You you went ahead and you paid DJ Humphreys, who played who who had a solid year to play left tackle for you, but you mm-hmm. need to fix that right tackle position. Conklin yeah. is your man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Conklin is your man. Yeah. Give him that blank check and protect Kyler Murray, man. Yeah, you just extended your left tackle. He just he just signed an extension with his left tackle. Give him a right tackle. Protect your – I mean, you invested the number one pick in your QB. You got to protect him. You right. have to. You got to. So if you do that and then you bring back a, a, a Kenyon Drake, now that, that uh, top uh, first-round pick, that top 12 pick that you have – you don't have to yeah. go line with it if you don't want to. You can go receiver. Mm-hmm. You can go man, Isaiah Simpson. Whoever's on the you can go somewhere else. Best player available in that situation. Yeah, you so get, it's, yeah. it's got to be smarter, man. Got to be smarter. You know, work smarter, mm-hmm. not harder, baby. Um, exactly. But I agree with you. Kenny Drake, his perfect fit is there. And right there mm-hmm. in, um, you know, in Arizona, man. I, I don't <sighs> – What's a, a, a potential other team that he would make a good fit for? I said to watch the Redskins. They're, Chris Thompson, yeah, I, who, was yeah. their, who was their pass mm-hmm. catching back as a free agent, and he's 29 years yep. old, and he's kind of Adrian Peterson. Adrian, Adrian Peterson is 100 years old. Right. Granted, he's was doing the wildest thing. He's 100 years mm-hmm. old, and he's still healthier than Darius Geis. How about that? <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the phenomenal that? part about it. He's still healthy, there he's got. So then that makes sense too, because then he can come in and and possibly mm-hmm. be the lead back. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. can be the lead back, and you know that Dwayne Haskins doesn't have a problem taking the underneath route, which gives him a chance to have that five six hundred yard receiving year, that type of yeah. thing. Possibly, uh, you know, close to more closer to eight hundred, kind of play that Alvin Kamara role almost. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he be has that the dual same threat. skill set, man. Yeah, he does. What was Miami thinking? But I mean, yeah, right. but he's he's. He's a dual threat running back. And he's going. He's going to help your quarterback out. He's going to help your running game out. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. He um if he don't stay if he don't if he don't stay in Arizona if I'm Washington I'm jumping all over that. Right, right. They should. Now let's jump number two. We have Melvin Gordon with the Chargers. Yep. You know he can't come. You know he made, he only played 12, 12 games. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he I think he missed like the first four or five. And then um, then he came in. He played forty. He only played four hundred thirty-three snaps. He had six hundred twelve rush yards mm-hmm. with eight um, t- rushing touchdowns, almost three hundred yards through the air. Mm-hmm. For me, I think 
I really believe he should he should have uh, taken the deal that was on the table with the Chargers before. I feel like he Probably. hurt his start his stock even more by playing this yeah. year. I felt like if anything, you should have held out the entire season or come back yeah. and barely played just so you can get your free agent year and not have to worry mm-hmm. about it. I don't know if the Chargers go and, and stick with him. Then maybe they go with. Um, you know, Justin Jackson, now that he's healthy, as well as Austin Eckler, and use that two smaller back system that they were, that they had when they he was out. With that. Um, mm-hmm. Best fits for him. Um, I, the thing about for for me, I think he he could possibly go to Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. on Johnson is injury prone. Yeah, and if if you can pay Melvin Gordon solid money to come in. As the number two option, but give him those those carries and those touches. He can catch the ball in the backfield. You can use him interchangeably, both to, you know on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. But if Carryon Johnson goes down, you know you got you a very you know very you got somebody game. else. So I think the, I think the Lions, um, or we talked about with mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that'd be it. Oh my goodness, that's a that's a one two punch right there. Mm-hmm. That's a one-two punch. That's I mean my my best fit I had for him for uh, Melvin Gordon was Houston. I so like, I because yep, yep. I think if he goes to Houston now it don't have to be the Deshaun Watson show. It don't have to be Deshaun Watson lead us to everywhere. He got somebody he can lean on. They can focus on that running game, and he can give you he can give you the same the same aspect to the offense that Carlos Hyde gives you. But he's going to give you a little bit more juice that like that that 10 yard run that Carlos Hyde did. Maybe he makes it 15, 20 or maybe he even takes it to the house and he gives you a little bit more in the passing game. So with that, that just that just makes that Houston offense a lot more dynamic and it takes pressures off of uh, Deshaun Watson. Facts. I like that. That's a good fit. Mm -hmm. That's a good fit a lot. I like that a lot. That's a really good fit. Um, Last we got. I mean, last but not least, man, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, you know what I'm yep. big big monster right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, fifteen hundred, almost sixteen hundred rushing yards, sixteen rushing touchdowns. He also had two hundred yards receiving on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, best fit, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's easy because with with, with Derrick Henry, you got to find an offense that caters to his skill set. He is a yeah. throwback. Yeah, so you throwing. gotta you gotta feed him the ball. You gotta focus. Running game has to be your main focus on offense, and that's not a lot of teams in the NFL that do that. No. So you need, I mean, basically, yeah, you need a team that got nothing around you, or a team that, or a good team that's committed to the run game. So you can either go maybe to the maybe to the Chargers and be a duo with Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. or I mean. His best that place would, is in Tennessee. Nice that's where team, I mean. Though. That's his best. It would. Be nice, that would be a nice. It team. would. I was thinking maybe uh you know a team that has money. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. look at I look at the the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Miami yeah, Dolphins they have they they have the cap space. They have the draft picks because I believe the Dolphins right now, bro, like they are like second in the league when it comes down to cap space, well over eighty mil. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they have the money, so they could pay you top dollar. They got money to blow. Exactly. They could pay you top dollar. Mm-hmm. Draft the draft the. You think about it now. They could pay you top dollar. Go draft mm-hmm. the, their QB of the future. Hit the offensive line. 
the, the Dolphins, and, mm-hmm. and this is, for me, I think if anybody should be big-time spenders, if anybody should go full, like, their GM should be like, okay, we're going full Madden. And, and most people will say never yeah, go I'm, full Madden. Never go full Madden. But I say you go full Madden. And you go out there. But if you, you got say, the money. You got the money, go full Madden. And yeah. you know what, what I mean by going full Madden, as a, when you when you enter free agency and your team got money and you go out there looking at all the big name guys and you just overpay everyone, that's going full Madden, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. I want to break that down. So yeah. the Dolphins have over eighty mil, I believe, in cap space. Go full Madden. Mm-hmm. Let's stop the, the let's stop the tippy toeing, all that good stuff. Let's go full Madden. Yeah. And I believe you go out there, you holler at Jack Conklin. Listen, who who I don't care, and you can tell them we could do a bidding war. You tell them. I'm gonna I'll pay we're gonna overpay. We're gonna overpay you. You get yourself yeah. that 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 right tackle, you know what I'm saying? Because you mm-hmm. let go of Larry Mitton. So you can still go and draft one of these young guys, Makai Becton, uh Josh yeah. Jones from Houston. Um you can still get your young tackle, but you can get mm-hmm. your two of Valoa or Justin Herbert, yeah. whichever one you feel funky with. So then you have you upgrade the offensive line. You go ahead and pay Derrick Henry to give yourself that true number one runner. Um Yeah. So you don't have to draft one early, and then you use that mm-hmm. other that other pick to go and focus on your de- the defense side of the ball. Get yourself a pass rusher. You, you, yeah, it, you, it does so much. That's why I love the NFL and the fact that they had the free agency before the draft. Unlike the NBA, where the draft is before free agency, it doesn't, re- Jeez, it doesn't which, make any yeah, sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You can't even build your team uh, before mm-hmm. the draft because. Hey, I mean, we're going to draft young players first, and then the big time free agents in the NBA be like, uh, I don't even like that young boy you just picked up. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going mess. there. We're not going to mess. Like, but you get that, yeah. you get your guy, and you let him help you draft the right guy. Oh, yeah, it mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense to me. So, um, the, the Dolphins to me is, is a good fit because they can pay him and they can still build. A, and they, that team has they, talent, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and the coach got them playing. He got them playing a they little bit. They love Brian Flores, man. Yeah, he got them playing. I'll say, yeah, they, if they're gonna spend money, they they need to spend their money in the trenches. Go mm-hmm. sign Jack Conklin. Hell, go give Jadavian Clowney some money too. Yo, that's build a your great trench- point. Yeah, great point, man. Build your build your trenches. That's where you put your money at, and it's guys out there in the because you can sign Jadavian Clowney, and you can still draft somebody in the first round to rush the passer too. That's, I mean, that, that's that's, that's the beginning, right there, baby. yeah. That's the beginning right there. <laughs> that's the best you got a pass right rush, there. you can win some games. Exactly. So yeah. So I mean, yep. you know, if he doesn't go back to Tennessee, Miami, it's, for me, Miami is probably the best spot. You know, you can get the best mm-hmm. of both worlds. You get paid, and you get to get, you know, you you will get the football. You know, you're gonna get the football and, and, yep. and get it at a high rate. So that's how I look. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um. Yep. But let's jump to these receivers, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The guys that, that that everyone loves and so excited about. Um, we're not gonna go in a specific order or ranking. I'm just gonna throw because it's it's a, it's a couple guys on this list that yeah, I it's a lot. Like. Um, you know, we, so we're gonna kind of just run through it and you know hit them pretty quickly, keep it moving. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start with Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, 30 years old, coming off a solid yep. year in Dallas. Um, 65 mm-hmm. catches, 828 yards receiving. Averaging 15 yards a catch out of the slot with three receiving touchdowns. All I know is that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay could have used him, but um, yes, they could have used him a lot. But for you, what is the best landing spot for Randall Cobb in in free agency? Um, well, the easiest answer 
But the easiest answer for all of these wide receivers is probably Philly because they got <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing. We got we got the Sean Jackson and nothing else at wide receiver. So literally, so literally the 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 best answer to all these questions at wide receiver would be their best place is Philly. But that would be too easy. That would be a boring show. Right. So <laughs> I say I say what if since San Fran is losing Emmanuel Sanders, why don't they replace him with Randall Cobb? Mm. That's a younger you get a younger version, you get that same speed element. And maybe I do I do believe they drafted Jalen Hurd last year, but he was probably yeah. injured. But they they can I mean, maybe if he's not ready, you still got a veteran right there in place. You can put uh, Debo on the outside and give him some more balls like you should have did in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they can just keep their offense moving, another, add another weapon for them. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I say New Orleans Saints. Mm. I, like the, I like the Saints. Right now, Ma- Michael Thomas is feasting. He's killing. Coming mm-hmm. off a, a, you know, a record-setting season. But he's the only fiddle. Where's the second fiddle? He needs a second yeah, it's fiddle. Nobody else. And there's nobody else. Now, Grant, you can still draft yourself that 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 take the top off guy, that speed guy. But mm-hmm. I feel like you throw, you know, because Michael Thomas is a versatile guy. You could play him. And, and, I mean, Randall Cobb is as well. But you know, you could put Michael Thomas on the outside or the inside, and he he'll put in work either way. But with Drew mm-hmm. Brees being so accurate, so precise, so on time. Having a phys- a strong guy, uh, a strong, nice uh, framed receiver in the slot, you know that's quick, got some nice speed to him as as well. Like Randall mm-hmm. Cobb, I think that's a good, fit. that's a really good fit to me, man. Um, a yeah. really good fit because they they need they need their second guy. Yeah, they definitely yeah definitely do. And like I guess another uh, another spot for them could be I would say I was thinking of uh, Atlanta again. Because Atlanta's best success was when they had Sanu and uh, Julio on the outside, and they had uh, like fast guys like Taylor Gabriel in the middle. Yeah. And so now they got Calvin Ridley and they got Julio. You put Randall Cobb in that slot. That's just that's just that's that's where that offense functions best because it gives it gives Matt Ryan that that receiver right there in the middle, so that way he ain't gotta be looking on the outside all the time. And then, but and then uh, getting killed back there. Right, exactly. Just dying for their sins. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, next up, let's throw. Let's see here. Let's see here. Hot potato. Hot potato. Let's go with Brashad Perriman. Brashad Perriman, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty six years old. He's still young. Um, mm-hmm. Coming off you know, thirty six receptions, six hundred and forty five yards, averaging eighteen yards a catch. And six touchdowns in Tampa. What you know, coming off the season he's had when Michael, especially when Mike Evans went down, and then yeah. Chris Godwin went down at the end of the season, and he was that guy in fantasy football, finally yeah. the championship game, winning winning the finals for people. Um, mm-hmm. What is the best fit for him? For you, best your- fit for him would be ah uh, Philly. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, but yeah, that would be yeah, I'm um, not gonna lie, with, with a big arm quarterback like like um like like uh, Carson. Carson. Wentz. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because so so it's this guy on uh he used to work for ESPN. His name is Adam Kaplan, and he's from Philly. 
Yeah, he's he's a very good reporter, very good reporter, and he's he's from around this area, so he he comes on local Philly radio and he drops out of nuggets and like and he's accurate with his stuff. He's been on air and he's test he's texted his sources, and they text him right back during the show. And he's like, "Oh, okay, my source just got back to me. This this and that is happening," and he's accurate with it. He doesn't do it all the time because you know, not not everybody can get it right all the time. So. Right. He just do, he does it when he knows he's 100 percent correct. So what he says about uh, Rashad Perryman is a lot of people around the league are very interested in him. Like he's one of the top one of the top. He's up there with uh, Amari Cooper and all of them. He thinks he gets no less than 10 million a year on on uh, on free agency. And I, it's. <sighs> It's a gamble. It's a gamble with him because did, did he just come on because he knows it's contract time or is this real progression and development from a wide receiver? So and it's and it's no way to tell that because I mean just looking just from the little bit of tape I've seen of him, he's big and he's he's got straight line speed. He's got ridiculous straight line speed. He still don't separate. He don't I mean he, he's not explosive in and out of his breaks. But He's he's legitimately a, a a big possession receiver with great speed. Yeah. So he's he can still body guys, and he's going to run that that slant route, and he can block you with his body and still up and catch the ball, and you can toss the ball deep to him. So and that's like uh, that's a position that Philly likes. They like one receiver to be a big a big guy, a possession guy, and they want the other receiver to be a Deshaun Jackson type. So. My my idea would be okay. Get you your big possession guy. What if he could run a little bit? Right. And that's why I came with uh, Bashar Perryman. So he, I think he would be a good and and I mean with the Eagles offense, uh, it's uh, it's a guy uh, works at NFL Films. His name is Greg Cosell. He uh, he breaks down film for all the teams, and his one note. For uh, Philadelphia's offense was slowest offense in the league by far. So nobody in at Philly's skill positions can really run. So you know the GM came out and says, "Okay, we need to add more speed to the offense." He said that. So going by what the GM says, he wants to add more speed to the offense. Go add this guy, and and it would make sense because you know you're starting a wide receiver position over again. Might as well just start with uh, adding some speed and some size as well. Very true. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think. Uh, uh, I mean, when you when you truly factor in the speed aspect of it, I say mm. the best fit. I, I, where, where, I, where I believe he should go, or, or if you know they could, of course they could pay him, which they could. The Kansas City Chiefs, you cut. I mean, you, you get rid of Sammy Watkins. It's gonna save you probably about fourteen, fifteen mil, and yeah, then you can yeah. give him a two to three year deal anywhere from mm-hmm. that that nine to eleven million dollar range, and then yeah. you you add that speed to because also you gotta remember Demarcus Robinson is also a free agent, so yeah. you need to 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 keep that speed theme going. That, that mm-hmm. your quarterback loves. So you got Tyree Kill and Miko Hardman, and they got yeah. Byron Pringle, who I think is going to. If, Mar- if Demarcus Robinson is gone in free agency, as well as Sammy Watkins, please, mm-hmm. just saying, Dynasty Alert, Fancy Alert, look out for Byron Pringle because mm-hmm. he will be oh. the immediate number three guy. 
and he has a yes. he has a bigger frame than the other two. And, and Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes downfield will most likely love him as well because he can go up and get the he you know he can use his frame and kind of play uh play rebound and, and, and play above the rim as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I say you add Brashawn Perriman to that to that trio. Now you got you uh, you keep that 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 string of four ungodly speedy guys for your yeah. dominant quarterback. I think that just is yeah, perfect. Keep, a match made in heaven. Yeah, yep, yep. And oh yeah, and quick thing on Byron Pringle. I mean, I wrote an article for uh, Sleepers, and I had when they came out, I had him as one of my sleepers, and I had uh, the Green Bay kid Marquez Valdez Scantling. Mm-hmm. As one of my sleepers, so I'm a huge Byron Pringle fan. I'm like, yes, make me look smart. <laughs> hey, I like, I like it, man. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk Robbie Anderson. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent coming off of mm-hmm. uh, from with the New York Jets. Coming off a season of 52 catches, uh, 779 yards, receiving 50 mm-hmm. yards a catch, five touchdowns, receiving. Um, you know, he's a, you talk about speed. He's a fast guy. You know, he can play yeah. over the top, and he mm-hmm. he brings some swag to the offense. He's fearless. He doesn't care. He's going to go out there and make plays. I really like this kid. Um, for me, I think you know one of the I think the best fit would be I, I would mm-hmm. say the New England Patriots. The Patriots need a, a team because mm-hmm. he's this is this would be a situation where he knows he's going to come in. He's going to be highly welcomed. With the most like yep. most likely with a veteran quarterback because I believe Tom Brady is returning. Um, I think this is just all for you know theatrics and drama. Um, yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is this has WWE written all over it. But, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like that suspense. <laughs> and it's like oh my god, John Cena's gonna lose. Like nope, he won again. Like yep, John Cena won again. So yeah. that's where we. Are. <laughs> um, I think that's where I think it is. Um, but for me, you know, I think you know Tom Brady comes back. Julian Edelman needs help. He needs he needs guys that can take the safeties and those linebackers away from him, so he can get those one on ones. But if he doesn't get the one on ones, and you want to double him, then that means you're leaving a actual talented receiver like Robbie Anderson one on one. And you know Tom yeah. Brady's like the king of play action, so he gets the play action going, get the run game going. Now you got Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson streaking downfield, streaking on the yep. post route. You know, whatever the case may be, and Tom Brady hits him, can hit him in stride. He can still get the ball downfield to the guys. So I think that's the perfect fit for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Robbie, yeah. And the thing about Robbie Anderson, he's consistent. He's consistent. He's not going to give you, you know, 1,100, 12, 1,300 yards, but he's going to give you eight between seven and 900 yards receiving, mm-hmm. and he's going to average between 15 and 20 yards per catch. He's a consistent deep threat. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about him is Matt Rule, when he was the head coach at Temple, yeah, he he coached Robbie, and when Robbie was uh, coming, out, I don't, I think he went undrafted. I don't think he got drafted, and Matt Rule reached out to the Eagles and he literally begged them, like, "Yo, take a look at this kid. This kid is good. Take a look at him." Howie Roseman said, "Nah, I'll pass." And would and refused to take him in the seventh round. He was right there in the seventh round. He refused to take him. Bad decision. So <laughs> now, now Eagles are trying to make up for their mistake because they tried to trade for him. I think like two years straight they tried to trade for him. The Jets was like, yeah, no, you could have had him, but you know. But so they missed out on him. He probably would be a fit in Philly, but I think a better fit for him would be in Buffalo because mm, you cool. got you got the kid with the big arm. And nobody to throw a deep to. 
So I mean, they got they got the kid uh, Robert Foster, who I liked a little bit. He he is another one of my sleepers, but he's he was an undrafted free agent, and pretty and literally all he is 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 fast. But you give Buffalo offense a deep threat like Robbie. Now you op- now you open up some lanes, and you're gonna uh, you're gonna get uh, the running back who's pretty good, who's going to be a little bit better, and you couple that with that defense, he that would be a good place. That would be a good place for uh, for Robbie. I think so. I definitely think so. Um, so let's keep let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's go with uh, you know. Let, let's look at Emmanuel Sanders. Um, you know, coming off of a, a good year after being traded to the San Francisco 49ers and playing in the Super Bowl, uh, we're looking at 60, uh, six, uh, 66 catches, 869 yards receiving, five touchdowns. What say you, man? Where should he go? Where should he go, man? I mean, because, I mean, when I when I look at it, it, for me, I look at it from the aspect of, I look at it from the aspect that he is in a situation, he's 32 years old, and if, could San Fran bring him back? Yeah, San Fran could bring him back. But at the same time, I think, I, I, I believe it's a situation where we could go younger you know, they can find someone else. Depends on what his price tag. You know, I think he was, let me look at the number. If I look at the number, it's like, uh, where was he at? He was around like 11 mil last year, I believe. So that's not terrible. For receivers, I mean, when you got, I think Julio's at 20 mil. I think Michael Thomas is at 20 mil, somewhere in there. So that's a bargain. But, um, you know, he's, th- he's 33. So I, I, I don't know. But before, before I get your take on it, we're going to take a quick break for the ad. You know what I'm saying? So give us one second. We'll be. All right, guys, we are back from break. And now, so I gave my take on where I, uh, on, I think with Emmanuel Sanders, you know, I think he should stay maybe with San Fran. Um, I mean, the Raiders could use him. They could use, definitely use a veteran receiver. But, but Eugene, mm-hmm. where, in your opinion, where should – what would be the best landing spot for Emmanuel Sanders? Um, send him to Baltimore. Ooh, give okay. him uh, yeah, give give Lamar Jackson another another threat at the receiver position. That's that I mean that can help him out, help him spread the ball around a little bit more. That way he ain't always looking for the tight ends. So, and, and it gives him a, a, a veteran presence out there at wide receiver. So that way, once. Emmanuel Sanders is going to see when Lamar Jackson is scrambling around. He's going to make himself available. He's going to cut off his route and he's going to go into the scramble drill and he's going to make himself available for Lamar for Lamar Jackson. So that way he don't. That way that'll I mean more him from you know taking all the hits that necessarily need to take and helps him get the ball down quicker. And be already with Hollywood and you know anybody else on that lot, but. Emmanuel Sanders in the slot, it don't it don't hurt. It gives it gives him it gives Lamar a quicker option. Say like he wanna get you wanna take that quick five yards that, that Emmanuel Sanders gonna sit down in the middle of the zone. He can get rid of that ball instead of patting the ball looking and looking to run for that five yards and then taking a the hit. So, you know, it gives it gives him a nice little security blanket. 
I like that. I like that a lot because he, he, he brings leadership to that receiver room as well. Helps to develop, mm-hmm. helps uh, kind of uh, further along the development of Marquise Brown. Hopefully, maybe Miles yeah. Boykin. And if they decide mm-hmm. to go with another young, bigger body receiver that can uh, help make plays as well down the field, it, it helps. Mm-hmm. All of that helps. So I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Uh, the, the last two names we're gonna we're gonna go with. Uh, you know, we're going to go with, with Amari Cooper over there in um, mm-hmm. in Dallas, man. Listen, yeah. coming off almost 1,200 yards, you know, eight touchdowns. <clears throat> Dak Prescott, you know, you know for a fact that he was happy having Amari um, Cooper there. You know, 79 yeah. catches, uh, 100, uh, 100, um, 1,100 yards. Um, like I said, he averaged 15 yards per catch as well. He was a he was mm-hmm. a play waiting to happen in that offense, man. He was, he um, was, and, and he was cons- you know he was. He, he, some people say he wasn't consistent. People, we get we get a little too enamored by okay. I need you to have a hundred yards every game. I need you to have eighty yards. Yeah, every no. game. It's not how this works, happen. man. It's not how no, this works, not. man. Especially when you That's have talent, uh, other talented guys in that offense. You know, Michael Gallup exactly. is a player. Randall Cobb is a yeah. player. Zeke, exactly. You know, Tony Pollard is a player. They're yes. players, bro. Like you cannot sit there. Yeah. Like, um, Mark Cooper should have twelve hundred yards by week six. Like, come on. Yeah, no, like, no. And plus those, yeah, and plus those guys on the other side get paid too. And, and like, you think some defensive coordinator is 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 walking into his defense like, okay, we're not gonna let Amari Cooper beat us. Everybody else is gonna beat us. I mean, they're doing that damn near every week. So. You know the other guys get paid too. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna have 150 yards every every game. No, you're not. But I mean, best best fits for him. Um, I mean, it's be, I mean it's best for him probably to stay in Dallas. In in Dallas, yeah. I mean, because I mean you can't. I can't imagine that they're gonna let him walk after trading the first round pick for him. Right. So it it doesn't. I it it would be it would be. It would be foolish. ridiculously foolish, yes. But then again, with Jerry Jones here, right? But it would be foolish for them to let him walk for nothing after you traded a, a, a pick one. So his best, pl- his best place for him is in Dallas. If they let him walk, he's going to have a ton of suitors. Um, uh, I think Philly would be interested. Yeah, because oh, of course, uh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they tried to trade for him. Uh, you know, when when the Cowboys got him, uh, it's just that. Uh, Eagles offered a second round pick. The Cowboys offered a first. So they, I'm um, so I'm pretty sure they're probably still interested in that. And I think another place uh, with that, he probably would would do all right in. I don't know if he would actually go there, but in Denver, he could team up with Cortland Sutton and make a yeah. make a very nice duo. Cortland Sutton is a player. Like he came yes. on big time last year, he and did. I think you put. And you you put Amari Cooper there, and I think Amari Cooper could all, honestly also help Deshaun Hamilton as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then yes. you got Noah Noah Font, and then you got Noah uh, Font. Yeah, you got Philip Lindsay and, and Drew. And Drew then you Locke. got real. You got, you got a young you quarterback. Got real weapons for him. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. you can use you know whether you use you know other money in free agency to help sure up that offensive line or your draft picks. You have the yeah. opportunity to really make a competitive team in a division. Exactly. With the Super Bowl champs, so I, I like yeah. that. I like that potential there. I, mm-hmm. I don't have the 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 uh, Packers numbers up, but I say the Packers if they can afford him. If the Packers mm-hmm. can somehow afford him, you pair yeah. him up with Devontae Adams, and I'm just oh, telling goodness. you, man, you have yourself a problem. You have yourself yeah. a, 
a un a unbelievable problem because when you look you got at two of the two of the best route runners the, in the game. Yes, I was about to say yes, two of the best route runners in the game. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is not going to have to run around uh, like he's been doing because guys are going to be open. Now, both of them guys are going to separate. Exactly. And make both, life easy for Aaron Rodgers. Both are what, what I like to call three-level receivers. They can beat you short, yes. intermediate, mm-hmm. and deep. Yep. They are a mm-hmm. they are three-level guys. And when you have a three – when you have one three-level receiver, those are usually star to, to superstar type. Those are usually number yeah. one re- receivers when you have a three a three-level guy. When you have yeah. two three-level receivers – I'm exactly. just saying, man. It changes a lot of things, and then you factor in the two the the, the running backs with uh, Jamal Williams and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Alex. What's the young kid's name? I almost almost forgot it. Uh, oh, Geronimo Allison. No, the uh, running back. Running back. Um, oh, running back. Oh, uh, 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 Alex was it Madison. No, not Madison. Oh, no. jeez, I'm drawing a blank right What's now. That kid name was it Jones. Uh, let's let's Google. How, right, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how in the world I pulled that off to forget this kid's name, but uh, oh, oh Aaron sorry. Jones, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. I kept saying oh, Alex. Or yeah, yeah, yeah Aaron, Jones. Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal yeah. Williams. So sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but Aaron with Aaron Jones, Jamal Jamal Williams, and. and then you have, like I said, you got those. You, you put him out there. They got young receivers, so guys that that can you know play the, mm-hmm. the fourth and fifth uh, fiddle, um, and, and fifth string. That makes Aaron Rodgers so much more deadly. Yes, a deadlier quarterback. He mm-hmm. just has to play within the offense, and I mean, but sometimes at the same time, you got to look at the the, the the head coach and say, listen. Just unleash this offense, man. Let these boys just, go. Just let them go. Let your let your horses run, man. Let your mm-hmm. horses run. Um, yes. And that it just is what it is. It just is what mm-hmm. it is, man. Um, but uh, let, offense. exactly. But let's close it out. Let's mm-hmm. close it out with um with AJ Green, man. You know AJ Green is still one of the best receivers in the game. From you know from a talent yeah. perspective, he he could be mm-hmm. he could still be super productive. And, and, and listen, man. I know he's had injuries over his career, but one thing I hate when when guys have freakish injuries and guys are oh you're injury mm-hmm. prone, who who wouldn't have imagined that AJ Green goes down when when Mike Brown and the Bengals decide to practice on Pebble yeah. Beach, basically. Yeah. They, when they practice yeah. that, that field was basically Pebble Beach. Yeah. Okay? Who I mean, yeah, it was it's a freak accident type of thing. It's you're not – I mean, everybody gets hurt. It's the NFL. Everybody yeah. gets hurt. It's uh, – I mean, and plus, the thing the thing with injury prone is, okay, if you got a bad knee and you keep injuring that bad knee, you're injury prone. But if you keep – if you say, like, you keep getting these freak injuries and somebody is running into you and you're getting hurt, that's an injury. Injury is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's just the game. Yeah. It's just the name of the game. But yeah, exactly. I mean, AJ Green, you know, he still can put in work. You know, he's still a great, a, a great receiver, yeah. man. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you know, for me, I, w- I would love to see him go to the Patriots. Tom mm-hmm. Brady could definitely use him. Um, but I mean, at the same time, I truly believe, you know, bringing in Joe Burrow and, and sharing the offensive line, running the offense, not through AJ Green in the passing game, but through Joe Mixon. AJ yeah. Green and, and Joe Burrow can make some beautiful music out there. 
as a tandem, they could. Man, I think they could make some beautiful they music. Could. But what would be your ideal landing spot if he leaves Cincy? Uh, if he leaves Cincinnati, um, I would say like he's a veteran, so like he and he's gonna run his precise routes. Everything he's a pro's pro. He's mm-hmm. gonna be he's gonna be top notch in everything he does. So you want if you're a team that's got young players and you and you looking to set so somebody to set an example, you need a veteran presence. I would say send him to New York for the with the Jets mm, and I like that. Give him. Yeah, give him like Sam Darnold needs somebody reliable to throw to somebody that's going to be right there for him down in down out. Not, I mean, not to say that Robbie Anderson wasn't reliable, but you know what he was—he was a speed threat. You know, you look for Robbie Anderson when you want to go down the field. When you want, when you in your ten, twelve play drives, that's when AJ Green comes in because he's going to run his routes, he's going to run his curls and all of that, and he's going to get open for you. He's going to get your separation, and that's going to make life easier for Sam Darnold. I like that a lot. That is mm. very. That's a very, and especially if, and, and even then, especially if they allow Robbie Anderson to walk and they go and sign AJ Green, but then you still use that top ten pick and go get a Jerry Judy or a CD Lamb. Listen, yeah, right with with, with um, and then you factor in Le'Veon Bell in the backfield, which who is potentially on the trade block. But nonetheless, mm. if you keep him, now you got yourself two bona fide receivers who complement yeah. each other perfectly, perfectly well. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. a, it's it's a legit fit. I like that a whole lot. Um, I just don't like yep. it with Adam Gase. Um, oh, <laughs> see, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I just don't like it with Adam Gase. But Sam Donald mm-hmm. is to me. I think he's proving a lot of people wrong that started to doubt him. They mm-hmm. they're winning football games and they're getting better. Yeah. Just continue yeah. to put talent around him, and I think you'll mm-hmm. see the fruits of your labor. Um, for me, um, you know, like I said, outside of the Patriots, man, I would say this this is a tough one for me because mm. it's a lot of teams that could use him. It's a, yeah, it's a, a lot. lot of teams that could use him. Uh, I would say, and of course, it comes down to price tag. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Playoff caliber makes... team, mm-hmm. uh, a contender technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I said they, they I said they need to move on from Corey Davis and allow him to go into the better, but well, to, to a, a better situation, some place where he possibly you know change the scenery, man, where he possibly takes mm-hmm. that next step. But then you pair yeah. AJ Brown and, and John New Smith. And most like Derrick Henry with a great offensive line, most like mm-hmm. Giant Tannehill, and you know he's played with, you know a, yeah. he played with Andy Dalton, AJ Greenhead. So it is what it is. But um, mm-hmm. you know you put him out there, I think they can really do some things. And then with and the one thing he he truly hasn't had is a run game like that. So you think about yeah. that play action pass game, where you saying you have a, a dilemma where you you have to focus on AJ Brown, you got to mm-hmm. bring an extra guy in the box. Try and play discipline down down the middle of the field, you know, deep safety. To you bring the extra guy yeah. in the box to stop Derrick Henry, and now you got your you got your corners on islands technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm just saying, and like AJ Green's gonna put in work. Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely is. And even if Corey Davis stayed, you yeah. could put AJ Brown in the slot, and you can put uh, AJ Green on the outside. And now you got you got all these route runners there. Mm-hmm. That's going. That's going to be taking up attention, and that and makes even more room for Derrick Henry. And you make a good point. Keeping Corey, if you keep Corey Davis, 
AJ Green mm-hmm. could have a tremendous impact from a mental aspect of the game as a veteran, as a star. Yep. He could mm-hmm. really help speed up the clock development-wise for these young guys, and yeah, especially somebody like Corey help. Davis. He, you know, what I'm saying AJ Green's such a humble guy. He could talk to this kid. He can encourage him, lift his mm-hmm. spirits, give him the yep. confidence to go out there and say, "Listen, go back two years ago, what you did to Stephon Dil- Stephon Gilmore, who is." who is the reigning defensive player of the year. You worked exactly. him. You can do this week in and week yeah. out. Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust, exactly. you know, and, and of course, I will be honest with you, Tannehill, trust him as well. If you want to be the QB of the future, trust your mm-hmm. playmakers, man, because there's too yeah, many times them... I saw on film watching A.J. Brown dominate. I saw Corey, uh, Corey Davis getting wide open, and he's not even getting looks. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying, yeah. you know what I'm saying? that That is the key. So, I think that'll be a tremendous offense with Derrick Henry, John mm-hmm. Smith at tight end, A.J. Green, yeah. A.J. Brown, and yep. Corey Davis. Ryan Tannehill may be worth the money in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would put up, he would put up ridiculous numbers in that situation. And in today's league, you you got to have three legit wide receivers. Before it was just two. Now you need three legit guys on, on the you field. To. You have to, man. You got to have three capable mm-hmm. guys. You know that that can that can really help the quarterback out, it, it, and, it, and I think we're yeah. Patrick Mahomes does a lot, but he also has some weapons. Aaron Rodgers does mm-hmm. a lot, but Aaron Rodgers ha- has had weapons in his career. Let's not ever get yes. that twisted. Yeah. Tom Brady does a lot, and he's had weapons. Peyton Manning has mm-hmm. done a lot, and Peyton Manning has two receivers in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yeah. <laughs> so let's not even get it twisted here. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? He's had weapons everywhere he's been. So mm-hmm. weapons matter. Okay. Hashtag weapons matter. Uh, cute. Scrap. All weapons so, matter. Wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Let me, <laughs> wait. No. Let me rephrase that. Hashtag quarter, QB weapons matter. Because dear God, you're going to think yes. I'm talking about some type of other weapons. And I don't want mm. that type oh, of smoke. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, so, no. no it's not that type of podcast. Gun no, this is not that type of podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, man. We... That's our show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went over the, the top running mm-hmm. backs and receivers and give you the best fits for them. And free agency, We will, our next show, listen, count it down. Our next show will be to discuss and preview the NFL mm-hmm. scouting combine that kicks off yes. next Thursday on NFL Network mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. in prime time, baby. I'm telling you, we kick, it off with the, we kick it off with the big with the big stuff too, the, with the with the money makers and room shakers, quarterbacks, receivers, and tight mm-hmm. ends, man. So we're gonna talk yep. about that and get you prepared for that uh, for technically the four day weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So be mm-hmm. prepared for that because it's gonna be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. But as always, yeah. as we tell you at the, at the every show, go on iTunes. Stitcher, mm-hmm. wherever you wherever you can find our podcast, especially iTunes, go on there, give us a review. You know, give us a five star review. Give you know, leave a comment yeah. and, and let us know how you feel. But share, uh, like, share, and and, and review yes. our, our our podcast. Let everyone know about it and continue to support mm-hmm. us. And continue to listen. We appreciate you guys. And we're gonna do some start doing fan mail where we uh, take some questions. And, and yeah. start answering your questions for the NFL draft as we, I would say slowly, but as we quickly approach the April, quickly because it's uh, fast. February is almost over. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's it's getting here. It's it's almost time, and it's by the, by the blink of an eye, we're gonna be right there, April, getting it's ready be to, April to, before you to know kick it. off in, in Las Vegas. So um, mm-hmm. so definitely, like I said, guys, we thank you. We thank you guys for all the support. As always, I'm Damian Parson. That is Eugene Hope. 
We hope you guys have a great night. Have a blessed one.